0: Welcome back, boys and girls. It is grand final week. If I sound a bit stuffy, it's because I am. Uh, but, you know, we're going to push through. We're going to push through. So, welcome to grand final week. Now, I put it out this morning, do you want an extended pod? I can't remember what the vote was. Didn't even check it, to be honest. Uh, yeah,
1: it was, uh, when I checked it, it was six to one in favour of yes.
0: Oh, okay. Well,. We'll say it's extended. I can't promise you by how much. Could be extended by 10 minutes. But it'll be extended because I'm a man up, people. And that's how i get it done. Without further ado, mate. There we go.
1: Always good. Always good. I think I've had the same answer to that question in every single pod. I say something like, yeah, man, doing well. And then I say I'm just excited for round whatever it is. So I'm just excited for the grand final, mate.
0: Yeah, you're excited for the grand final. Yeah, yeah.
1: Panthers Broncos it might be the only good game of the finals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can't um, promise
1: you boys anything,
0: but uh Oh uh, yeah, well one one can hope. One can hope.
1: I'd prefer to not see another third aim plus, is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, well i I look I don't think we're gonna see that. But maybe I'm being too optimistic. So, obviously, extended pod. We're going to be bringing back, given the fact that there's only one game, we're going to be bringing back the match reviews of the prelim finals. Um, There is a little bit of news that had come out today, not too much. Obviously, most of the headlines are surrounded by the grand final. Um, But, yeah, I mean, we can crack into... A little bit of news, not too much. Uh, the main one I saw today was the Knights looking to release Jaden Brayley and Daniel Sifidi, with Phoenix Crossland looking to become the permanent hooker. What are your thoughts about that?
1: I think it's look, Phoenix has been good. I'm not. I'm not going to take that away from him. But the Knights, I can't. I can't even say they looked better because they just want to know what ten win streak. Yeah, but. Jaden Braley, the Knights have always looked better when he's in the squad compared to when he's injured. And Mm. I think they've built up some momentum now. You add him back into the swing of things. Mm -hmm. And I I think they could could run it back next year and challenge for the eight again.
0: Yeah. I don't understand Um, the Saifidi one more than I don't understand the Braley. Uh, I mean, I know it's for cash reasons. um, And they've got to bring back Bradman Best. and They've got to re-sign a ton of players. But... I r- I really don't understand the Saifedi loss. I get the Brayley one. He's been going through a lot of injury issues for the past three, two or three years. Um,
1: well, I would keep him, but I, I definitely understand it. They've got a few utilities coming over from the Super League as well. Yeah. So.
0: so I I understand it, it. it makes sense. Um, but, but Saifedi though the Saifedi si one's don't have very any props odd. Coming over. No.
1: So they're going to be running with Jacob Saifedi, Leo Thompson, and then Matt well, Croker. Matt Croker off of the
0: Hetherington too. See, yeah, that's, where that's, that's where you lose me. That's where you lose me. Because at least Daniel Saifidi has origin experience. like That would have been yep. a big part, going into that 10-game winning streak and just keeping their heads mm-hmm. and just staying focused. I think just having that veteran presence. I don't know about letting someone like Saifidi go. Again, I understand Braley. It's happened plenty of times with players that can't stay on the field. Someone comes in, takes a spot, boom. They're at the door. That's, that's the harsh reality of the NRL. But couple suitors for Brayley, I think it would be interesting. Uh, the Dragons, obviously the one rumoured to be going for him.
1: I do like that move as
0: well. I really do like that move. It's a bit disappointing for Little, um, but I think he'd make a really good bench hooker anyways.
1: Yeah, I think Little will 100% come off the bench. I think the way he plays suits a bench hooker. Yep. And if I'm going to be honest, it-, it was all right, but I wasn't sold on my Lysen either. Yeah, right. Um, and also, Flanagan has coached Brayley at the... Sharks as well, yeah, coming through. So mm-hmm. I think it's a pretty good fit for him, especially if the Knights are looking to get rid of him. But um that's
0: all I've got on it really. Well, it'd be interesting. I I would be very intrigued if the Knights don't go for a swap deal. Try to get at least a forward back.
1: Well, yeah, I don't think you can run into a season with Jacob Sifety, Leo Thompson, Matt Croker, and Jack Hetherington as your yeah. rotation. Hmm. I don't know if it's they're, they're all there or thereabouts. It's just the depth. What happens if one gets injured? Who's the next man up? Well,
0: that's the thing. Hey, Jones. Look, yeah, Brody, uh, and they. I think Brody yeah. Jones is going Jones, to the Super League.
1: Like, it's not
0: so they don't really have like a plethora of forwards. I mean, they'd be regretting letting Max Bradbury go now in that lucky Miller trade. Yep. Um, look, I'm sure. I'm sure they can go to the Dragons and say, look. Um, you know, you're going to have a couple forwards sitting out. You're going to have at least one forward from this year's rotation sitting out of your 17 now that home Seller is coming over. Um, Billy Burns, Dan Russell probably earned themselves a spot given the fact Sewell will come back. So I'm sure they'll be able to get someone. I'm just... Off the top of my head, it's like, who?
1: Yeah, Dragons definitely do have a couple of fringy forwards. Um, but... I'm just thinking would the Knights want like a Murdoch Massilla or anything like that? I don't think he really fits their fits their squad very well. I don't think the Molo boys are mm. gonna leave
0: No. It's a tough one. I think fight. they just re sign them too.
1: Yeah, it, it's a really tough one. Who who's their other prop? So you got Laurie, they've got the Molo boys.
0: They got Harm coming over.
1: Harm so who does that leave? In the
0: props? Well Musgrove's been the musgrove has been released. Would
1: the Knights want him though?
0: But he's been released anyway.
1: I don't know if I'd be taking a brayley Musgrove trade.
0: Well, it doesn't matter because he got released.
1: Oh, yeah. True. So,
0: Uh, yeah. I I think
1: Knights might just have to hit the market, if I'm honest, if they're going to lose Cypher. Well,
0: yeah. The only thing is if they lose Brayley, I guess it's like frees up some cap.
1: Yep. And does does Jacob stay if Daniel goes?
0: Yeah, I would think so. Okay. Question... Could they drag one of the Couchmans?
1: Yeah. I think they could, but I, I think, think they're more of a second rower. Second I don't know, but
0: you'd take a forward, yeah? Yeah. One of the Couchmans, uh, probably I think in the second
1: row is just... Because they're, they're losing Fitzgibbon. They get Pierce Paul back. Still got Frizzell. And then... Um, They've got guys like Dylan Lucas coming through. They have another guy that mm. was in the New South Wales. Well, maybe maybe that's team. what they're
0: doing. They're clearing a bench play. spot for Lucas. But I would be giving Lucas that starting back row spot before I give it to Pearce Paul.
1: I agree. I'd bring Peace Paul off the bench to start the year. Yeah. Dylan Lucas has come out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. So. And he was awesome for them. Yeah. Um, it's so almost it like I mean, the
1: not the same player. It's almost like a Ben which thing. They tried him out in the centers for a little bit, and it just wasn't working. And they moved him to the back row. Yeah Hits his strides
0: Yeah, So uh, yeah I don't think I think The Raiders should be Taking a big look at Brayley Because their spine yep. Looks quite weak next year um,
1: if they go in If they seriously so, go in With Weeks Frawley Fogarty, and Walford Yeah They're in big trouble Yeah look And then what happens when Chevy When they finally Want to play Chevy What happens well, with Weeks
0: Well Weeks will still be six
1: you move Weeks to six? I don't know if I can he's play He's playing six.
0: That's what he's signed to play.
1: He's signed to play six? Yes. Where'd you see that?
0: On the thing. Oh, I think where that's he a was horrible signed, move. He's got the first shot at the six jumper. I think that's a horrible move. So, they're spying next year's... Rappin' a Chris or Stewart. Weeks, Fogarty, Wolford.
1: I think that's... And think then that's Fogarty...
0: A it looks like Fogarty's probably going to go...
1: Yeah, he, he wants to test his... Um, open
0: market value. Yeah. So if he goes, then you're looking at 2025, you're probably looking at Stewart, Weeks, Sanders, at this point, Wolford.
1: I know we've been going off at uh, the Bulldogs for going to get everyone, but Fogarty's a guy I'd be looking at.
0: Oh, yeah. It just depends if they got the cap or not. Well, certainly see, if I, I was I don't the, think
1: they need to be spending more money on Bulldogs. Certainly
0: balls. if I was the Dragons... Because oh, Hunt's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Certainly if I was the Dragons, yep. I would be right there. If I was the Roosters, I'd be right there.
1: Think about a team, right? Let's say Crichton... Let's say they have a different fullback to Crichton. you got Crichton in the centres. got Adokar, Karaz, Burton, Fogarty. It's starting to not look too bad. Marnie, Taoka if he comes over. King, Kikau, Preston. It's starting to look like a decent team. If you bring all them over.
0: But the the thing is, their forwards have no go for, but like, you can't trust in 32 or. That's old what they're You can't trust in him.
1: He's a go for guy, though.
0: Yeah, but he's at the end of his career. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the. You need to be bringing in your prime middles. Like, you need to be. They should be straight in for Siafidi. He, like
1: he Harrison sh- Edwards is a go forward guy, but if, they don't if, have many other guys.
0: Yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying, right? Like, if Saifedi is actually on the chopping block, they should be calling right now. And I know everyone's like the Bulldogs just going by everyone, but that's someone that would make sense. Yep, like a Origin former Origin rep that just goes about his work, no ego involved, and can set a good standard. That's like the perfect mold for the Bulldogs right now. Is is Daniel Saifedi?
1: Can I just ask a question? Is Drew Hutchinson playing seven next year? No. So he's signed... Sext-
0: Sexton is seven.
1: So it's between Turpin and Hutchinson for the four-name role.
0: And Taff. Um, and Oluwapu.
1: Yeah. So I don't see why Hutchinson and Turpin would do that, but... The...
0: Well, Tur- Tur- Turpin was going to get retained by the Roosters, so he needed yeah, a contract either way. And they let Flanagan go, so he probably comes into that backup nine spot.
1: Yeah, fair play.
0: But yeah, I'd say Hacho would be fourteen, and I would uh, say sec- if they don't start Sexton, then it's just a waste of time doing that. Honestly, right? He'd be le- a Bulldogs thing to do though. I know, but he looked good. I thought in the minutes that he got.
1: Okay, I thought he did too. All
0: right, let's get straight into the prelim finals. It is a big grand final pod, so I guess we should talk about the finals a bit more than the Bulldogs. Oh. The Penrith Panthers versus the Melbourne Storm. Friday night, Acor Stadium. Panthers defeating the Storm 38-4. What were your it thoughts is. on this one?
1: I saw it coming. Hmm. Uh, maybe not that big a scoreline, but I I definitely went Penrith 13-plus mm-hmm. when I um put my multis on for the night. I thought Penrith just played exactly how they have... Every other final series, they just take the shots in the middle, and it, all, it felt like almost every time Melbourne made an error, Panthers scored. Mm. And that's all I've been starting to notice about Panthers in in finals is it literally they just wait, sit back, wait for the uh, team, other team to make an error, and then they pounce. Yeah, and that's all I saw in this game.
0: I thought if there was one shining light for the Storm, it was I thought Nick Many was pretty good. Um, Pretty, like, pretty good as in for the standard of the storm. Yep. He should definitely be there at centre next year. I they think. won't, but they should. Well, I'm sorry. Like, I know Olam scored a try, but he, I thought he was pretty underwhelming. He just has no confidence in Paul Boat.
1: Yeah, that, that one try that Melbourne scored is a try that Penneth will never concede again. Yeah. It was just a one-on-one miss.
0: And, and Seve, look, he I, I'm I like Seve but three errors, three crucial errors, just couldn't convert any of their attacking chances.
1: I, I think a lot they're missing a lot in their pack still as well.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Karma
1: Kamika is a bench impact guy. King's probably good. Karma yep.
0: Kamika, we we said last week bro, you can't come out and make fifty two meters in a semi-final. Sixty six again is not good enough. Christian Nelson. World Christian thought, Welch, sixty-five.
1: Yeah, Nelson, I think is nowhere near the player that people Liero, say he is. Sixty. I Nelson, was going to say, Liero 40. needs to be looked at a little bit. Like he's he's solid, but he's not
0: five miss tackle forward. five missed tackles. Isn't that's not cutting it. Harry Grant, again, I'm hearing best hooker in the game shouts every twenty-four minutes, any twenty-four hours, every single day. He's not. It's time to be real. He's not. He's not.
1: There's issues in this Melbourne team.
0: Yeah. Well, the listen, listen bro. Enough, listen, if, if they've got the the best hooker in the game, the best 5'8 in the game, a top three halfback in the game, the best coach in the game, uh, they've got Xavier Coates, the best try scorer in the game, uh, they've got Eli Katoa, the best hole runner in the game, Josh King, the biggest true blue in the game should be winning the comp. But it just shows I think a lot of these players in Melbourne aren't look, I'm probably exaggerating a little bit there, but they're not they're not pulling their socks up. And that was just really disappointing. Christian Welch is someone who should be leading from the front and he goes and makes sixty five metres or whatever he made. Yep. Like that's just ridiculous. I ridiculous.
1: Thought, I thought Nelson as well just let the hate of the battle get to him as well.
0: Yeah, well... Like, that... that unfortunately, like, they haven't used Nelson the right way all year. I know, As but soon still, as they shifted in the back row, that was the end of it.
1: He had a shot this game to really stand up, and he came up with a lot of stupid, stupid plays.
0: Yeah. Well, unfortunately, bro, that's what happens when you put that immense pressure on someone, when you tell Nelson to go out and put a shot on Luai, run straight at Luai. That's not a game plan, bro. That's just dumb. Yep. Like, and that's I'm not... Sure ge- I'm
1: realised. They started running at Luai at the start of the game, and he looked... Fine,
0: exactly. Tell the doctors I'm built different, brother. So, yeah, I thought Melbourne were, were horrendous. Penrith obviously were outstanding, but but that's I'm, possibly the worst game I've ever seen Melbourne Storm football club play.
1: I'm gonna be honest as well. All three games they've played in the yeah they were this they year, were atrocious.
0: So they got they got a lot to work on this off season. Obviously they're hoping Pappenhausen will be fit round one if he's not. I'm starting far longer. 100%. Um, and Nick Meany will be in the centres.
1: Meany to me just doesn't... It's going to sound bad. He just doesn't provide the X-factor at the moment at fullback.
0: Well, I mean, that's not a bad thing to say. It's it's definitely not wrong. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. I don't know where they go from here. I have a feeling Olam will be shipped out. He's on Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah, I, think, I so. think he'll end up at the Dragons or something. Guys are centers 100%. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who they go with in the other centre slot. Meany was a right winger so maybe he just takes Seve's spot but yeah, I don't know. I'm really not sure. Warbrick, I thought he had a pretty good year, pretty poor game though. Remus Smith. 55 metres in 80 minutes.
1: I think he's good depth about it. I, I think the, be I, him I,
0: in I, the I'd be Hey, I would be taking more of a look at Bellamy than I would this Melbourne team. Yeah, I just think right. the the way he's been so stubborn with all these selections and sometimes the replacements that he's picked and his forward rotation, I I don't know. This has been a very weird season from Bellamy. Very weird.
1: I'm with you. And um, if he's not looking the, at the many, team's just inconsistent.
0: If he's not looking at meaning at centre, he's got a real issue, because that is we we kind of drew it up saying he needs to be in the squad. That's when Ollum and Remus Smith are playing well. Yeah, but now it's like they they actually don't have a choice. They actually do not have a choice.
1: And I know this is a, it's worked for them at some points throughout this season, but I don't think starting Garlic over Grant is a should be a go to well,
0: game plan. Jaden Braley. They won't have to pay much for him if they're buying him off the nights. Probably not. 300, 400, they're probably throwing in. But... They should be looking at It just
1: depends on how much you're willing to limit each of their minutes.
0: Well, we know Jaden Braley's coming off his second or third ACL. So he's not getting more than 25, 30 minutes a game for at least the first couple weeks. Probably not. And that's a perfect role. And at some point, I think players like Braley and Dewey and people suffering from these injuries kind of have to understand, like, for my own health, I probably have to take a lesser role to mm-hmm. apply less pressure on myself. So, if that lengthens his career and helps the longevity of his career, then if I'm Jaden Braley, I'm doing that 100%. Mm-hmm. It's
1: just a matter of whether he'll want to, in my yeah. opinion.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, horrendous from the storm accidentally just turn my mic off horrendous from the Storm Panthers obviously too good um, but I really think the Storm definitely laid them a bit of a platform through all their errors 50 missed tackles 60 around 60 to 65% completions
1: they blow about 4 tries as well
0: yeah in the first half would have changed the game yep I think the Panthers probably still would have ran away with it in the end um, but definitely would have made it way more interesting you see people saying the Roosters would have given them a better game? I I think either of these teams Did you did you not see that the Roosters lost to the Storm? Yeah. Did you not see that the Roosters were up by one point when they were winning? Yep. They weren't gonna give them any trouble. Penrith were going Penrith would have flawed them. Penrith would have flawed them. So next game. Obviously Panthers demolish the storm. The Broncos go on to defeat the Warriors, 42-12. to 12.
1: Mate, I was happy. Why? Oh, just... Some of the Warriors fans are getting a little bit in over their heads.
0: Yeah, is that right?
1: And, and I was happy that the Broncos kind of humbled them a little
0: bit. Is that right? 100%. You so you don't think Manly fans are like that?
1: What do you mean? Explain. Delusional. Every Every fan base is delusional. But Warriors were to a new extent.
0: Yeah?
1: 100%.
0: They were a top form team.
1: I agree. But they were coming out saying that, oh, because we stopped Kalen Ponga, that means we can just easily stop Reese Walsh.
0: And Well, yeah, we spoke about that. You see them in like,
1: just like little things, like you see them in comment sections, just no rugby league knowledge, just up the wires the whole time like someone someone will like put out a well thought like comment that has something to do with like how the warriors were benefited by this or whatever whatever and they'll just reply with keep crying up the wires. I want to compare them to like England football fans. Mm. When when like the Euros were on. Mm. Their their go to was just like cry and then it's coming home.
0: Yeah. That,
1: that's my take on the Warriors fans at the moment.
0: Look, bro, you only had to be excited, but I agree. That's, I agree. That's why I don't. That's why I was just all those pages, bro. I don't interact with them anymore because half of it is just trolls. Like, and then like no one on there knows Paul bro. Unfortunately. Yep. So.
1: And also, I wanted to see Panthers Broncos Grand Final.
0: Yeah, well, I did too. My tip for the Bronx to win the comp is still alive and well. And we, I mean, I guess we'll see come Sunday, won't we?
1: Oh, and also they complain about well, every fan base does this, but they complain about the refs to a new new level.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't really sit here and I'd be a bit hypocritical if I were to say I've never complained about the refs. In, yeah, well, every in fan my base existence. does
1: it, but like they had.
0: Like, but but the people Warriors people
1: internals of the club coming out and saying yeah. that. Well, that was the
0: CEO of their main sponsor or something that came in,
1: and then suddenly they start getting good calls because you know they're playing better. Mm. And then, um, well, that's how it works. They still find a way to.
0: Yeah, to I don't play. know, bro. Uh, for me, it, I don't know, man. I don't know. I maybe I just didn't rate the Warriors as highly as everyone else. But I never thought they had a chance against Mm Brisbane. I saw Dallin score those two tries, and you know I saw them the Broncos making a few errors. Like Cobbo made that tackle on Nickel Klogstad when Chance didn't even have the ball, and I was never worried. I was never like, well, it's just throughout the whole season
1: they were just consistent. It's not like they were coming out and.
0: Well, let's think Smoking about it. But they, let's think about it. I think, think
1: the consistency it. got them to the top four more than anything. I
0: think I was higher on the Warriors before they had the easiest run of their season. Yeah. And they failed to do anything to impress me on that run. And, and what did I say? I said, bro, they're going to struggle. They're going to rest players and they're going to struggle. And I know they beat the Knights. Oh, whoa. They beat the Knights with about a thousand injuries. But they got pumped by the Broncos and pumped by the Panthers. So they're clearly still a tier below. Yeah. Quite clearly a tier below. Um
1: I'll just add, yeah, Reese Wilson passed with four, but it wasn't gonna change the game.
0: Oh, it wasn't. It wasn't, but that's a you can't miss that. And Especially if, not miss that and then miss the Cobo one.
1: And it's not like the Warriors didn't get away with a few dodgy
0: ones. Well Dallin's intercept was the two or three metres offside. Yep. Uh, what yeah.
1: about I know that Warriors didn't score off it, What about Johnson's pass
0: to Pompey? Yeah, I went through it behind someone. the back of Stags. Yeah. I can't. That's what I want to talk about. I can't believe that they they blew an infringement for Stags grabbing Pompey. He's turning around. Yeah, like what? If you're chasing a kick, he's going to do the same thing. He mm-hmm. wasn't. He wasn't tackling him because he thought he was get the ball. The ball had gone behind Stags. That means it's forward. Yep. So, I'm really not sure how that's an infringement at all.
1: And, and you know what the consensus from Warriors fans were? How is that not a sin bin?
0: Should have been a sin bin. That's like, bro, that is not a sin bin. It's not even a penalty. It's not even a penalty. He's turning around. Pompey oh, doesn't even know he's getting the ball until he finds out it's three metres forward and he's basically over the line when he catches it. I regret. thought I thought the Warriors were very underwhelming. I was very disappointed in Faneuil Blake uh, yeah. in a game where he should have stepped up. He got bodied. Mm-hmm. He got bodied. Uh, Tohu, I thought, was good.
1: Yep. It, it just reinforces what our point has been all season. Penrith and Broncos are a tier above everybody else. Yeah.
0: Well, we don't know if the Broncos are in that Panthers tier yet. I mean, we'll find out. I think Sunday. they're playing
1: like they are, if I'm honest. They
0: are playing like they are, but we don't know. They have to beat them to uh, to secure that, but hey, I guess we'll find out on Sunday. Yep. I uh, I thought the Broncos were outstanding, but I thought Walsh, without scoring a try, three try assists, a line break, Mate, six that, line break assists.
1: Started on one side and then just flashed to the other, popped up.
0: Yeah. So good. Well, the he's the, so good. the The most impressive one for me was, um, I think. I can't remember who threw the ball, but it was like hell, it was off an offload. It was off an offload. Um, they run across the field. I think it's Reynolds, and he hits Walsh, and Walsh comes steaming onto it from about twenty meters behind, straight through a hole. Billy Walters' second try. I'm talking about. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Just like for him to read that from so far back, like you didn't even see him, and then he just comes out of nowhere, bang, burst of speed. No one's gonna catch him. Billy Walters. Billy Walters was outstanding as well. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get to him later on, but Billy Walters was outstanding. Mm -hmm. I thought, again, the forwards were all great. Palacio, I've been very impressed with over the last couple months. Um, I thought, you know, at the start on Broncos Twitter, I'd see fans say, no way, they're going to pick Palacio again. Let him go to the Titans early. Now, he's an integral part of his squad. Titans are
1: licking their lips.
0: Yeah, he's a nice little pickup for them. Their pack's looking quite nice next year.
1: Fafita, Tino, Fodder off
0: Firmore. the Firmore.
1: Firmore's going to be in there.
0: Mm. they got quite a nice little team coming they together.
1: Do. And then they've got young guys like Haas and. Fun School yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Interesting times ahead. Interesting times ahead. We'll obviously get to those teams when we do our big season reviews and previews. That'll be coming up after this grand final. Um,
1: Starting next Tuesday. Oh, well, next Wednesday, Bob.
0: Yeah. We'll be recording on Wednesday. Because some of us don't get many days off. and They'll be taking their day off to zone out.
1: Yeah, mate. I'll be on break again.
0: And just sleep. Yep. Hopefully. <laughs> As always. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah. Warriors, unfortunately, your season comes to an end. It was fun while it lasted Uh, But When I did see you struggling against the Tigers I was like Yeah It's long It is long But I don't know I don't think they really need to change anything
1: Tigers mainly and Dragons
0: They struggled against Mm. In that stretch Yeah I I don't know I don't think there's really much that they need to change I think just Try and get better. Uh, I would. After that final series, though, those who laughed at me for saying that I'd have Metcalf over tomorrow, man, please don't laugh at me ever again. Thank you, because Metcalf would have made a tremendous difference. I thought. I think
1: you run run into next year with Metcalf.
0: Oh yeah. Oh. oh, New season. You get he you won't you be injured at, at the start of the year. He won't. He should. He shouldn't be injured at the start of the year, like he was this year.
1: And you know what's funny? I'd say there's almost an argument that the Warriors were going to run into the season with Metcalf and tomorrow Martin after those trial games.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They, they did. Tear, they did tear us up.
1: They did. I don't know, man, man.
0: I thought. I think the plan was always for Sj to to run out in round one. But there was probably definitely a thought in the back of their mind mm-hmm. that if SJ doesn't come out firing in these first couple of games, then that's our spine.
1: Yep. And they've got more depth now. Pom- I think Pompey's gonna lose his spot to Roger coming in. Oh,
0: that's an interesting one, hey? Because because I th- I, think I thought Barry's Barry was very, awesome.
1: Very very good, especially to finish the year.
0: So, but unless they go, Uh Barry, do oh, do did, did you drop Montoya? No. I think he's been too good. I think you got
1: to leave him on the wing.
0: It's very interesting thought, though, because I think they've all been really, really good.
1: They've got more depth now in the halves with Harris Tevita. Yep. Could play a bench role. You never, you, you never know. Yep. Then, look at their reserves. They've got young guys like... Um, how do you pronounce it? Zion Mayu. Mayu or something. Uh, Sifakula. Um, Tavunga's still in the reserves. Ed Corsi on the wing.
0: I think Tavunga played on the weekend.
1: Taupiki. Huh?
0: Tavunga played on He did, on the but
1: weekend. in a fully healthy side, I'm yeah. saying, for next season.
0: Oh, I'm thinking... they got he a lot definitely of definitely jags a bench spot, but...
1: Now, oh, I think it'll be a bit more tough, as always, for teams that usually balloon up. I think it'll be a tough season, yeah. but oh, I think they've got... They've done the right thing in terms of...
0: I think they've got a good enough squad to get back in the eight. Yep. There's a lot hinging on SJ coming back, because it's very hard... To come back and maintain that form again.
1: Yep. I I think they'll take a little bit of a... Maybe play better, but take a little bit of a drop. Yeah, I'm thinking around that range. Yeah.
0: Alright, well, up the wires for the final time this year. You boys can go sit on your couch and watch the Brizzy Bronx. Get it done on Sunday. Alright, let's crack into our grand final preview... Sunday, the 2nd or 3rd of October. I don't know and don't really care. Grand, grand final <laughs> preview. Panthers versus Broncos. Now, 1st versus 2nd. I think both had the same win-loss ratio. which was just and against. That separated them.
1: Yep, both of them. Well, Broncos threw it away in the last round. Yeah, but.
0: well, that's because Kevin Malta's got completely trolled by Evan Cleary. Um... <laughs> So, head-to-head, the Broncos, 24 wins to the Panthers, 17, with one draw. Now, obviously, that's because the Broncos had their glory days. and The Panthers were a bit of a basket case for a little bit. But, obviously, the Panthers have definitely taken advantage of them over the last couple of seasons where they've been building this super team.
1: Let's just make sure there's no major changes. There's not. I'm in really the squad? Not. There's nothing. They're 1-17. Brilliant.
0: Both. Thanks. So, yeah, it'd be very interesting. Obviously, the Broncos do have the advantage in terms of all-time wins, but obviously, majority-leaning uh, leaning Penrith, I believe they're a sixty-five favourites at the moment. Um, I think it's probably deserved. Yeah, 100% deserved. But, I mean, you take a look at the, the games this season. Obviously, round one, we saw the Broncos defeat the Panthers 13-12. And then round 12, the Panthers defeat the Broncos 15-4. Now... The interesting things that come out of this game is that the round one win in which the Broncos did knock the Panthers off at Blue Bet, No, Reese Walsh.
1: Yeah, if you remember back to start of the year, Panthers looked horrible.
0: Yeah, they lost that World Club Challenge, and everyone's going oh, Panthers would happened? Panthers what happened? But Go to, on this to the Broncos. They, they
1: still looked horrible. E- yeah. Even in like round two, and that they were scraping by. And mm. They really only hit their strides around, I'd say, Origin.
0: Yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit before that. Yeah.
1: As for the Broncos game in round twelve, I would know Adam Reynolds. Is that the game Cleary got injured? No. Or was that Cleary round sixteen? Was it for the second? Huh? When did Cleary no? He get, got was injured it for against the Dragons.
0: Two? Cleary got injured against the Dragons.
1: Well, was that for Origin two then?
0: Yeah. Okay, so
1: he missed Origin one. Okay. Yeah. Fair no,
0: enough. he played Origin 1.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Played Origin 1.
0: Yeah. So, Adam Reynolds was out that game. Jock... The, this is round 12. Yep. Jock Madden was starting at 7. Um, they managed to keep them to the 15 points, though, which I think is very interesting. The Panthers were full strength, as far as mm-hmm. I could see. Yep. So, one, th- one thing I'm taking away from this is that, obviously, the four points for the Broncos in round 12 brings it down. Um... But the Panthers still allowing under ten points per game for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um now make it that what you will, the Broncos haven't played them healthy. Yep. Um obviously no Reese Walsh. Selwyn Cobo was starting at the one in round one and then obviously no Adam Reynolds um in round twelve. So the Broncos have never been healthy and they're two major players. It's not like they're just missing some, you know, fringies or, you know, some solid first graders. They're missing Adam Reynolds and Reese Walsh. Yep. Um, As for the second game, the Panthers obviously get it done, but 11 points is not a big margin. Um, And the Broncos keeping the Panthers to around about 13 points per game, 13.5 points per game, is a big effort. Yep. Now, Panthers are going to be heaps clinical, as they always are in grand finals. We know they can turn it up whenever they can, but I think the fact they held the Storm to nil, and the Warriors to 12. Now the Warriors... The Warriors did score three tries.
1: One of them was just from a complete yeah. brain snap from Walsh. Yeah. So it was actually Broncos that get, like gave... It wasn't yeah. defensive.
0: But that's still an issue, yeah. right? And they've got to limit that against Pembroke. Because we know crime. We've seen Crian take a jillion intercepts. So Walsh has got to be very careful with that. I would not be surprised if we see Stephen Crian line up at that right centre. Mm-hmm. I know he's been playing left all finals, but this is Ivan Cleary's... He's a big brain. He's got a big brain. And I feel like they're going to want Crichton versus Farmworth. And they're going to want Crichton watching those cut out plays. They're going to want him on Herbie. Well, that's what... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was just saying. 100%. I think especially I'd, with I'd, the news that we've just... That we've heard today. I genuinely and do not think
1: there. at all that Herbie's in any doubt to play.
0: Neither do I. That's what I said to you. That's do you just reckon a, this is a It's just mind games. I don't know if it's my Maybe games, is it but...
1: Little, is it a little bit of... Um, don't put Crichton on the right, Herbie's a little bit... Just, just stick on Staggs.
0: Yeah, I Stags don't know. Staggs be the I don't big know, big but... I, from from watching Tungo defend uh, Olam last week, I'd be concerned about Staggs running on him. Because they're both, like... Big on his ball wrong, runners. wrong
1: shoulder than what he's used to. Yeah,
0: that's opinion. fair enough.
1: I don't think he's a bad defender at all.
0: No, I, neither do I. I just I'm just saying it it's, a be it's a big body. It's a big body. I do
1: think though they won't cry there purely for Luai. Yeah. Luai's shoulder.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can, I can see At that. At
1: first, it was for Cogger because he was the inexperienced one. Yep. Now it's for Luai's shoulder. Uh, that's what I think it is, but I, I wouldn't. I, I think they'll, they'll probably switch it back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think you're that far off. Yeah. I just found it really interesting. The Broncos have never played the Panthers healthy this year. And the fact that they've been able to maintain such um, a close yep. margin, I think. Yeah, I, I think it will be I think you game. can't really go off those two games to project yeah, the results this I'm week.
1: I'm not reading into that at all. Yeah.
0: I think there's a lot of points in this game. I know the Panthers don't be. leak, Definitely. but I think there is a lot of... You saw, Melbourne, you saw Melbourne last week. They had opportunities. They're just not clinical. The Broncos yep. would have finished all those. Yep. So, if the Panthers get a bit lazy like that again on their edges, I think they're going to be punished. Now, obviously, the Grand final has been played at Acor Stadium. Uh, The Broncos have only played in Sydney three times this year. They have a 47% win rate at Acor compared to the Panthers' 50. Now, the Panthers did play Melbourne at Acor last week as well, which whether you think that's an advantage or not, I don't know. I don't really buy it. It's an advantage. It's at a field. It's like me going kicking a footy around the local park. Yeah, I, I don't. think It doesn't it's, really matter.
1: But I, I think the thing that will matter is I think there's going to be quite a few more Penrith fans. Well, I
0: don't much know. Much closer to Acor. Cool. Like they were sell, they were giving out free tickets for Penrith Melbourne. So oh,
1: they were, and yeah. doing buy one get one free deals yeah. because they couldn't sell it out.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: But so. still, yeah, because Acor can hold about eighty thousand.
0: Yeah, well, that's why I don't it's think Penrith can
1: now. can feel that.
0: No, well, the Broncos can. not if I know anything. You've seen Phil Suncorp. It's just about whether their fans will travel. And given their fall off last year and then their wooden spoon year. I would imagine most fans would be in mm-hmm. there. Alright. Let's go on to some major matchups. Now we know that all these sides have superstars all over the park. But I've picked out four. I've picked out four matchups that I think are going to be the key to winning this game. So the first one is the Battle of the Ones. Dylan Edwards versus Reese. Walsh, Dylan Edwards, a man of 193 assists, fame okay. with 12 tries, six try assists, and 203 meters per game on the year. I must say, I did think he was a little bit more quiet in this regular season. Yep. Um, but obviously, still has that defensive impact, nonetheless, and a huge motor.
1: See, why why can't actual analysts pick out matchups like this? They'll they'll end up going and going, oh. Uh, Tago versus stags, Yeah. And that'll be the matchup they pick.
0: I think that's like, a big matchup.
1: Yeah. Jordan Ricky versus Scott Sorensen.
0: Mm. Who's going to win that?
1: Like They come up with the most random matchups. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, uh, When we went to Manly Tigers, they did Jake versus Matamua. Yeah,
0: that's because of like, Jake's 200th game. But man. still. I know. And Matamua has played like two first-grade games, and the average is like five minutes. <laughs> Like, why are you even put him up there? Um, Reese Walsh, nine tries, twenty-five tries, assists, one hundred and fifty-three meters per game on the year. Very contrasting play styles for these two.
1: It's a very hard comparison to make because they both have very different roles. Yeah. In their team, Dylan Edwards is just your almost just your link guy that just gets to his work. He's always one of the first three to run it. Run it in um, plays to get them out of trouble the start of sets. Gives gives uh, their forwards a little bit of a break mm-hmm. as well uh, with T- uh, and Taruva. Whereas Walsh is, Walsh is their strike. Yep. Whereas Penrith's strike is Cleary, Luai. Mm. Just out the back, Crichton, Tago.
0: I love how different, just away from the matchups, I love the different style of footy that these two play. Yep. Like Penrith, they're not the quickest team. I wouldn't say they're the quickest team. No, they're not. The Broncos have pace everywhere. Yep. Everywhere, and they love to play fast. They love to create off everything. They love to snap up a line break and a hole wherever they can. I just, I think... That's why I said, I said... I've said i been saying a couple of times, the Broncos have the play style to beat this Pembroke defence. They have the quickness. They have the tackle-busting ability. They have the creativity, they have the strike, they have everything that you need to break down a Panthers defense. Mm-hmm. It's just about whether they can play it at a high percentage, and that's going to be well, huge.
1: To be honest, you've just summed up my whole my whole match summary. <laughs> I was going to ask you, all right, how does how how does each team win from here? And my answer was going to be Penrith just need to sit back and wait for Broncos to make errors. Broncos need to throw the ball around
0: and complete. They got they got to get creative, but they have to complete. Like yeah. it's got to be sensible. Uh huh. Take your opportunities where you can. Yep. Because if, if I'm i I
1: as good as Carrigan and Haas and the the rest of their full pack is, I don't think they'll win if they try to win the win the middle battle. Well, I think side to side is gonna be better for. I them. think
0: the issue is the Broncos can focus on winning the middle battle, and they can. But it's about if you're trying to play too grindy. Yep. If you're trying to just be too, let's go through the middle, through the middle, and kick to corners, Penrith are going to smoke you. Because that's, yep. the, that's how they like to play. Mm-hmm. But we did see when Manly played them, I know they did some stupid stuff like Ruben Garrick kicking 10 meters out and all that garbage, right? Yep. But we saw that if you play what's in front of you against Penrith, mm-hmm. and if you're creative and you're willing to throw the ball around, then you can break that defense down. Yep then you have the opportunity to create those overlaps, create those holes. And that's why I think the Broncos are the perfect team to be matching up against Pembroke yes. in this grand final. Yes, 100%. Because they're the team, Manly, obviously, were willing to try it, but they're the team that does it week in, week out. Yep. So, this obviously, this is back to the Battle of the Ones. Edwards' fourth grand final as a fullback, whilst two origin games this year. So, both have played huge games.
1: Mhm. with huge amounts of pressure.
0: Huge mm-hmm. amounts of pressure. Which which I think the grand final experience will it outweigh the origin experience? What's the bigger what's the bigger occasion? Cuz obviously Grand Final with Edwards having so much grand final experience, he knows what I, he's stepping into.
1: I think Edwards has the edge cuz it'll be the same the same game plan. Yeah. As what they've done every year. They've always gotten into the grind in the grand final. Um Probably since the Melbourne Melbourne game, they smashed Parramatta early on, but particularly the South Grand Final was a very get into the grind of it, take your opportunities when they come. So I, I think that will be more beneficial for Edwards, but I'm not counting Walsh out of some big moments. Yeah. I just think the Broncos game plan will be different to what Queensland were trying to execute.
0: I think I think it was good for Dallin to take that intercept last week. Because I think you kind of see Walsh tip back and be like, okay, I've got to kind of let this game come to me. This isn't regular season anymore. And We're playing teams that watch that film, watch that exact play. They're, Dallin's standing there, just basically waiting to catch the ball. If
1: Crichton's on the right... That's him. As well. That's, that's a meal. Crichton goes for those intercepts.
0: All the time. And now, Did if you're the Broncos, you're strategizing against that. Because we know Crichton hasn't been jumping out as much, but in his head, he's still going to be thinking... Cody Walker, if he plays, if Crichton plays right centre, Cody Walker, cut out ball, 2021, took the intercept scored. Yep. We know that he's got that in him, and it will be in the back of his mind, thinking about being in that exact same scenario. Walsh has to read that and play short, because he's he short ball to Farnworth last week, with the defence rushed up on him.
1: Mate, I was going to say that was very shaky.
0: That- it was shaky, but, but... He
1: executed it, but he didn't look 100% confident with it, and that was because of Dallin's yeah, intercept.
0: intercept. But if Walsh can be comfortable in throwing that short ball, Herbie Farmworth is very hard to stop 10 metres yep. out of the line. I've seen so many of those tries where he bumbles on... but stumbles onto the ball, he's got a bit of a weak grip on it, it looks like he may lose, he may drop it, but he just rolls a couple of blokes and he just reaches out... He's got big, big arms. He reaches out that arm and grounds that ball right on the line. Yep. He's not running it in over a hundred people. He's just doing the bare minimum against that try line, and I think that's I think that's going to be huge because I I, I I think no disrespect to Tango, but I think if Farmworth lines up and sees Tango defending him, I think he says, <sighs> "Yep, this this may be Uber eats. This may be a field day."
1: <laughs> and I I also think that Dallin intercept will be something Penrith would be looking at. I think they'll jam in a little bit more,
0: and and that's what the Broncos have to recognize. If
1: if Arthur's is gonna if Arthur's is gonna beat him, they'll, they'll live with that. They'd rather yeah, Arthur's. I, him I the agree.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. And I would like to see a bit more involvement from Ezra Mamp, just in the build-up. I know he yep. is there to be the flashy six and score the tries, and but I think I need to see a bit more grit out of him. He's going to need that. We know Lui can do that, so he's going to have to try and match that. All right, the Battle of the Sevens, Nathan Cleary versus Adam Reynolds. Two very similar seasons. Nathan Cleary with seven tries, 19 try assists, 474.7 kicking meters per game. Adam Reynolds, five tries, 19 try assists, 417 kicking meters per game. These stats are via nrl.com. Look,
1: Cleary did miss a lot of time. I know Reynolds missed a few games. I think Cleary is better than Reynolds, but Reynolds has always been has always stepped up in these moments mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So you can't count either of them out, but I think if one of them's more likely, I'd say Cleary manages this game better. Yep. I think Reynolds is a good game manager in terms of his kicking, whereas I think Cleary does that all round, yep. not just with his kicking game.
0: Yeah. I think I think defensively is going to be the huge thing. Mm-hmm. I think Reynolds... is a much better defender than Reynolds. Reynolds yeah. they're going to try to isolate Reynolds on Sorensen. One of the best ball runners mm-hmm. in the comp, best line runners in the comp. They're going to try to isolate Reynolds straight on Sorensen.
1: And on top of that, you bait Cleary, you run into Martin, Crichton, yeah. Tall.
0: Yeah. You
1: beat Reynolds, and you run into Tony Staggs, who... Can come up with a big hit every now and then. Ricky, but
0: Ricky, who has been much improved defensively.
1: I agree, but I don't think their defensive. I'm going to say defensive IQ. Yeah, isn't as good. Their yeah, raids aren't well, as good.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, as well as Cobbo. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, we saw his hit on Chance. That's. His I'm,
1: I'm. saying they can come up with big hits.
0: No. Did you see his hit on charge? Chance. Yeah. Where Chance didn't have the ball.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. What was I thinking of then? Cobb have a big hit last game?
0: I don't know, but he definitely had a Maybe big hit. Maybe it was hit. Ricky. Definitely had a big hit on Chance, but Chance just didn't have a ball. <laughs> that was the issue.
1: Yep. Right.
0: Um, Yeah, I just think Cleary is just so well-rounded. And the thing is, like, people say jack of all trade, master of none. But, like, this guy is almost a master of every trade. Mm-hmm. In terms of halfbacks. Yep. Probably the best defensive half. Got the best kicking game, the best running game, like, everything. He's a great passer Best game manager. Everything. Biggest motor, whatever. I'd
1: argue that his two performances, maybe barring Walsh against the Warriors, were were the best two of the... Oh, oh, I'd be with
0: you. I'd be with you. Yeah, that's going to be a huge matchup. The only thing you're probably looking at is Reynolds just with his veteran... Thinking, I know Cleary, you know, he's had the grand finals, he's got the Clive Churchill. But a lot of people will want to bring up State of Origin and say uh, he falls apart in that moment, falls apart in State of Origin. Well,
1: mm. well I was going to say, you, you're coming up with a lot of a lot of points that I'm thinking and waiting for you to oh, finish it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but what I was going to say is is that what your point was going to be, does that kind of settle that Edwards-Walsh, what's more valuable in a grand final? Yeah, Because well, Cleary hasn't exactly... Uh, been smashing it at Origin level yeah but in club he's killing it and he's yeah. won three grand finals so
0: yeah well I guess that does because I guess it means Origin's obviously a tougher arena and a lot more pressure could be but I, th- I you know what I also think we saw Cleary in that grand final against Melbourne Cleary's been killing it in grand finals in 2020
1: oh right yep he was poor mm-hmm.
0: and I think that was the toughest team they faced let's be real Parramatta, with all due respect, never had a chance. That, that
1: 2020 team was caught.
0: Yeah. But, Parramatta never had a chance. I think South gave them a run for their money. But, without troll I, I don't think they were too strong either. Yep. This is the strongest side they've faced since that 2020 Melbourne slaughter.
1: Yeah, 100%. So... Parramatta definitely weren't there. South, probably
0: not. Probably not, yeah. Well, they were missing their best player, technically, so... Yeah. But I think Reynolds, I don't know. There's something it I just got a feeling that Adam Reynolds has come out and he's going to kill it. I mean, this, he's getting up there in his age now and he's, he's going to want to win another comp. He's going to... i tell you why. This is such a big moment for him. This is a big up yours to South. Uh-huh. Jason Demetrio wants to come out and say, Lockie Ellis is the best halfback we've had in years. So I'm going to make a grand final. And people are going to be calling for him to be Not even just dropped. that.
1: They let him go for Lockie Elias.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He still
1: had two or three more years left.
0: Oh, yeah. That's he what I'm did, saying. They least. wouldn't pay him. They wouldn't pay him. But that's what I'm saying. Like Reynolds has over to Brisbane. Give Jack
1: White an 850 and Seb.
0: Uh, But I thought they couldn't do that for 30-year-olds. Who knows? thought they weren't allowed to do that See us. Well, it doesn't matter now because
1: they've got the best halfback of all time.
0: Well, pretty much. Ask Jason. Yeah. You should also ask Jason what he reckons of... Uh, Liam Knight and the other bloke that he like to comment about. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think this is there's going to be a big fire lit in in Reynolds, and I, I think he he's gonna knock. He's not going to go down that fight. He's gonna. Agree. Okay. I th- oh, I'm so keen for this game. I'm so keen for this game. I think this is the grand final everyone wanted. I think unfortunately, if the storm or the Warriors win, you go in like ugh, it's just enough flogging. Yep. It's just another mauling It's so, going to be easy I'm very that's keen that's exactly how I felt last year I'm very keen
1: With Pen- Penrith Power. Oh yeah, yeah I, th-
0: There was oh. never a sh- doubt in my mind We had Parra fans here And I was like So so. how much do you reckon You boys are going to lose by tonight They're like well, oh, I think we got a chance I was like I think I think you should just give up on that now
1: And in all of, I, I think Penrith deserved to win by more than what they Oh mean. they
0: should have pumped them Like they should It should have been 40 I Agree they were just very. They just went shut down. They were like, "We're just going to win this game. We're not going to throw the ball around. Let them get some momentum. Yep. We're just going to shut up shop." The big boys: James Fisher-Harris versus Payne Haas. Fisher-Harris's stats. If I read them out to you, without the name, they're quite. They're a little bit underwhelming for the fish. Well,
1: I was going to say it's almost like all round they're just completely different styles of teams. Like yeah, Penrith get into the into the grind of things, but. Their forwards don't run big meters.
0: No, and it's just it's you know mainly because They
1: only play two runs. A, they only get two runs a set. Their forward back. Yeah, well, it's just all Penrith the Penrith running. Edwards, to oh, Taruva,
0: then it's third it's tackle. Leota, then Leota, Leota Fisher Harris, out. maybe yeah. Liam Martin, maybe Soren- Sorensen comes in gets a run. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's why they don't have big um, big minutes, and they're just uh, sorry, big meters, not big minutes. And um, 92 tackle efficiency actually surprised me. I thought it was mm. up around the 98, 99s. Yeah.
0: Well, that's what I thought too. But, but I mean, the meters the fish,
1: per game doesn't surprise me at all.
0: The Fisher, I thought, had a really great year too. But the stats just don't reflect mm. it. Obviously, stats don't, don't always tell the and the story.
1: Something I've noticed as well with the Penrith forwards, when they do get into those grindy games, they don't actually make a lot of meters. Yeah. They said it'll be 35, 40 They're,
0: meters. The Panthers forwards are less... Are less attacky minded, they just yep. we just want to belt everyone,
1: but then they'll just aim up in defence. That's what I am saying, yeah. and wait and wait for an error.
0: That's all they do. Like, that's, they're that's they're the not the running they
1: They're not charging down fifty meters a set like the Broncos forwards mm. can, because they
0: know they've got Lindsay Smith and Lenu off the
1: bench. Mate, Lindsay Smith is one of the most underrated I know. props in the game. He's
0: good, he's good, but because they know they've got Lindsay Smith and Lenu coming off the bench, yep. it's like Jw J, JFH and Liotta can just go for 20 minutes go nuts in defence yep. and then they'll get their interchange and then Lenny will come on and he'll make the metres Lindsay will come yep. on and he'll make the metres
1: Leota's had a massive breakout year as well I, he thought, I think it.
0: he's been amazing yeah. and oh, we saw I, him I, in that I, I think the grand final last year before. yeah the grand final last year I think set the tone for yep. him and since then he's just been able to build off that with a ton of confidence Yep. Uh, Payne Haas his stats 189 metres per game still the best 1,000 Five hundred ninety-eight point nine total post-contact meters, which gives you about seventy-two point seven per game, <laughs> with a ninety-eight point four percent tackle efficiency. Best prop in the game. I was a bit Best edgy saying. I think it might be AFB, but this this guy is on a different planet.
1: He's insane.
0: He's nuts. I think the winner. I think the win. The winner of the big boy battle. The big boy battle. The triple B. That they're going to lay a big platform for their team to win this game. Now, we did say before, obviously, the Broncos can't get too into that just middle, 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 kick to corner, middle, 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 traditional type of footy. But when the Broncos win the middle, they lay the platform for Walsh and Mam and all the outside yep. backs to just go nuts.
1: I This is a tough matchup for me because I honestly don't see how Payne Haas wins the battle. Not in that Fisher-Harris will walk all over him, just in that what would Payne Haas consider a win? <laughs> yeah. Because like, I'm thinking... Well,
0: I'm going to make more meters than him.
1: I'm thinking Fisher Harris is just going to sit back and his win will be, all right, if I can limit Payne Haas's impact, cool. Mm. What is, what is Payne Haas... How, how does he win
0: this battle? Well, that's a good question. It's like, well, I'm going to make more meters than him and probably more post-contact. I'm probably going to miss less tackles. But and do, I'm probably going to have more off But do I still win the
1: battle? That's the thing.
0: Yeah. And it's like, I think for Payne Haas... And the Broncos to win, the other boys have to step up. Because yeah. they're all gonna be aiming up at Payne Haas. Yep. Because we saw last year, like Liotta comes out, smashes R C G, smashes Bolo. And then they're a bit they're a bit rattled. And we know Payne Haas, I don't think has necessarily been like Cleary, at the heights of his game when it comes to the Origin Arena. Yep. So I think Panthers know they can rattle him in a big moment. And they Haas, know how to do it.
1: Haas in the postseason so far, um, AFB didn't really aim up at him, mm. and for half the Melbourne game, he had Brian Pappenhausen against him. Yeah. So, if Fisher Harris can get under his skin a little bit,
0: well, I it think could put him off. But it could go the other way, and he's like, "Are you serious? Yep. Like, you think you think I'm some sort of slouch? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go run for 300 meters instead."
1: But I just, I just don't see what Payne Hart can consider a win. He's well, just that's the thing as well. Surf. Like,
0: he's got the bigger workload. He plays more minutes. He makes more meters. He does everything more than, basically, every Penrith forward. Every yep. single Penrith forward, he does more than, maybe, arguably, Yo. Yep. And maybe Liam Martin in defence. Yep. But, yeah, he he's a generational type front runner.
1: Like, could a win just be, Fisher-Harris doesn't limit my impact?
0: Probably, I yeah. I still run for 200 I meters? still just go put out my standard performance. Yeah. If I can go and perform like I do every week, that's a win. And so we got one more matchup, one more major matchup, and it's the matchup of the Origin 13s, Isaiah Yo versus Patrick Carrigan. Yo running for 160 meters per game, 1103.5 post contact total, which is about 48 per game, with a 97.1 tackle efficiency. Now the way we talk about Yo, you wouldn't expect those stats. Because we always say, I don't know, Yo is he the, is he the best lock in the game? Probably not. Probably have Cam Murray and Carrigan ahead of him. Maybe even Tohu. Look, I've got
1: Carrigan ahead of him, <laughs> just in my normal, normal rankings. Yeah. But going into a grand final, I, I, this this off season has made me not off season. This final series is it's made me appreciate Yo a little bit more, and there's actually a commentator that that. Like, open mice what he was doing, which yep. is just is crazy because I, I haven't heard them have a good take in a long time. But a lot of the time, Yo gets the ball. And I get annoyed because a lot of the time he just holds it. I'm like, why don't you throw it out the back? There could have been a chance there. Like, when they're all lined up, he just will look and then hold it and take the tackle. But I, I'm going to ask you a question. When was the last time you saw Penrith shift to one side to the corner and not score.
0: I guess the Tigers. I,
1: I, I don't see it a lot.
0: Probably is what I'm talking about.
1: Because it just seems to be they only they only go right or left. Like and it's just fully committing unless bang. they unless they know one hundred percent.
0: Because well, you can always not at see, least
1: ninety percent right? we're gonna score here.
0: That's the difference between Penrith and some of the lower class teams, right? Some of the lower teams like the Tigers you can even say the Seagulls, because I see them do it a lot too. But they're just so caught up in this set play of going to the edge that yep. they're going to go into touch. Yeah. But you see Cleary will will look up and be like, that's not on, and it'll turn Liam Martin inside. And then it'll go but, the other way. But
1: Yo's doing it from the middle of the field.
0: Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like Even Yo will look up and be like, they've got one too many numbers out there. I'm going to turn it back inside for Liotta. I'm going to set up and go to left.
1: But watching it live... I'm thinking it looks like they've got an overlap. He yeah. could have easily just thrown that out the back to Cleary and let Cleary do whatever. Yeah, exactly. But he takes the tackle, yeah. even if he doesn't make that many meters. And I haven't seen it directly help Penrith, but now that I'm thinking, all right, yeah, I actually haven't seen them go wide and not score in ages. Yeah, it. it I think it comes
0: down to yo a lot well, of the time. Well, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying as well. You're talking about in just just his his running ability and his IQ just to take a run when he needs to just take a run but even I'm saying like his ball playing ability where he can turn someone back inside yep. or he can throw that that X or that dummy pass or he can push someone into a line or he could he can allow someone to be a decoy and hit mm-hmm. out the back to lure Cleary like and he the he, way he manages that middle is just insane and I think that's the key if they want to win that middle battle they've got to tie those Brisbane forwards out with yo's ball playing yep
1: and I I think as well, it's it's crazy that he started his career as a centre. Yeah. Then moved to second row and now he's playing lock.
0: Yeah, I know, he's so versatile. It's turned into one of so the best versatile. locks in the game. So Yeah. Speaking of best locks in the game, so your centres. Why don't we
1: put Yo in centre for New South Wales? Well, we should when, have just put him
0: off the bench and said, Mate, get ready to play centre. When Turbo went down, you far, play yeah. Saturday, right? Anyway. Carrigan, hundred and fifty eight meters per game. 1,162.1 post contact, which is 58, 52.8 per game with a 94.8% tackle efficiency. The dude's a freak. And those stats, I think, are a little bit... They, they look a bit like understating of just how good he is.
1: He's, he's similar to low, um, Yo in terms of he's got the ball-playing ability, but he's also got a My, very, very good running for, game. For me, Carrigan is
0: more of a run-first...
1: Yes, but he's still got then, yeah. that he's got yeah, that I know. pass in him as well. And the one two punch that he has with Haas is, is very damaging.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree with that. And I think, you know, both of these guys, they They can both go eighty. But it's like in a grand final in Origin, you know they both don't. So do, do they need to go eighty? I think they will. And I think they need to. I don't I don't think you can afford if you're Brisbane to bring on Kobe Hetherington or something. To replace Carrigan, no. I think Carrigan has to play eighty. Yep. Payne Haas, like Especially an understanding you
1: style of going side to side. Yeah. You don't want to bring a prop.
0: Well, he's we bro. Pat Carrigan won Wally Lewis Medal. Yeah. Like, he is that good. He is that guy, and he done, he done it in a big, pressure situation. Like, I think if there's any man that could go eighty in a high pressure environment in a grand final, it's Kerrigan. A lot of
1: leadership as well.
0: Yeah. Huge. I think Renault's going to need him a lot out there, and no? I think Kevy. Has a, big, has a big decision on his hand whether he does go 80.
1: I think he goes 80.
0: And I think Yo does too. That's just standard. Yeah. I got one X-Factor matchup. And we talk about the superstars. But let's talk about the link men. Mitch Kenny versus Billy Walters.
1: Mate. Yet again, completely different players. I know. It's so interesting to go through and just dissect each player Part of each matchup's game, and both of them are just completely
0: different. Players. I know, it's insane. Like
1: They all have different roles to their team, yet they're in the same position. That's
0: why I love this matchup in terms of Brisbane versus Penrith so much. Yep. Because they are so different. I think we're going to see such a great balance of attack and defence in this grand final. Like, yep. I think this is going to be one of the better grand finals we've seen in quite a while.
1: Yeah, I think if you're looking for a weak point in Penrith's attack, it's probably Mitch Kenny. I think he makes him a little bit one dimensional and that's why they're trying to you know force the sonia Lukes and the Somertons onto yeah. the bench during the regular season just to get a bit more spark. did mm-hmm. Didn't work out, but Mitch Kenny defensively? Machine. Machine. Probably just going to think before I say this. He, he's up there with the best defensive nights.
0: I think he is the best. I'd say if player. not
1: the best, but I don't want to I don't want to say that just just yet.
0: I think he is. I, I think I, I could is. be
1: forgetting about someone.
0: I I feel like but he's up there. I feel like... But Billy Walsh on the other hand. I feel like what he does off the ball and what he does behind the scenes in terms of just getting run yeah, organized, getting the ball to the right people when they need it, early ball to forwards, hitting Renault in his hot spot, yep. getting Walsh in... Like, all that is so important. I think I, he does have that kicking game out of dummy half too where he can help to manage his game for the Broncos.
1: I know... Haas has turned himself into like a Daliam, M um, yeah. D- player, not just a M prop of the year. Yeah. Um, w- Walsh has gone crazy. You, you, my point is, you can almost say Billy Walsh is their most improved player. Oh, I
0: think, the, a- I think even with Haas, Walsh,
1: Farmworth's turned into a top three center almost. You,
0: well, you look at you look at Walsh's expectation, right? Everyone knew he was going to be a star at some point. Yep. Billy Walters went from a fringy at the Tigers to going over because he's Kevin Walters' son, to now being like, he's there every week and he he's pushing Blake Moser out of a debut. Like we were saying, I oh, give it three rounds and Moser will be in. i oh, we'd start just, Mo- just we'd like like Moser. We bring
1: I I even said halfway through the season I'd be starting Moser, and Walters come off the bench next yeah. year. But, like you said, the things he does behind behind the scenes and just just organizing the attack mm. even if he's not the greatest nine defensively look he's, he's serviced, a not going to do that
0: his service it's not it's not up there with the appies and the grants and the you know reed Marnies the cooks it's not up there with them you know but neither is kenny's no but they have a role kenny is just an absolute enforcer makes all of his tackles and just gives the ball to who needs it walters he works he watches the game from his position and he just distributes the ball wherever it needs to go, gives it to the man, places his role to perfection, and it, he's he not a stauchar defence either. Very often anyway. No. He used to. And he and what I've found is he's so smart close to the line. That yes. try against Jackson Ford, uh-huh. no one expected him to pop out a dummy half to yep. because he doesn't do it very often. Yep. But he recognises when that opportunity is there. And he takes it. You look at a lot of hookers that'll take one out of the half, they get held up. Like Cheese, for example, right? Yep. We know he can steamroll people, but he probably overdoes it. Billy Walters picks his moments and he always picks them yep. to perfection, basically. His decision making is. It's well improved, too. And it's going to be huge in this game. I think having these two inexperienced kind of nines in the grand finals is going to definitely level the playing field a little bit because if you're going in with Appy Coruscant versus Billy Walters, I think you're going. Ooh, yeah. We could be in trouble here because mm-hmm. if you take Cleary and Reynolds' management out, you're going happy versus Billy Walters. Oh my God, yep. swinging can get flawed. But and I think with this, definitely even.
1: I think as well with Penrith, they've done a very good job to turn Mitch Kenny into the player he is. Mm. Like I don't think as soon as he came into the NRL, he was a defensive machine. Well, he came up with a lot. A wor- I knew he, he came up as a lot. I knew he had work rate in him, mm. but. Appy's a completely different style of player. Yeah. And they would have had to...
0: Well, that was the biggest thing hanging over them this year. De-
1: definitely have to change their play style based yeah. on their nine.
0: Well, I think that's why you see Cleary kind of playing both sides of the ruck now too because they need a bit more creativity because Appy going to that left-hand side, him and Luai used to him really well with kick out there. Mm-hmm. But now Cleary's moving either side. It's just, it's just opening up more opportunities. They,
1: and they tried to do it with Sonny Luke... And um, the reason I don't think that worked is because Sonny Luke, I think, is a dominant nine. I don't yeah. think he's going to play seven 2nd field Well, we, when
0: we were looking at his stats, he had 22 tries this out of nine. You yeah, can't and we were just going, do can, that being a nonchalant we going, nine.
1: Can, can he just play... Is he a half? Was he playing 5-8 half a uh, season? It was all hooker. 22 try assists, which is probably top in New Zealand last cup.
0: Yeah, from hooker.
1: I reckon it would have been up there with like top yeah. five in, uh, yeah. as a nine. And like you said, you you can't just do that. And it just didn't translate.
0: It Just didn't translate.
1: Well, he was expected to play second fiddle for yeah. Cleary. Give it off. Just play your service. Run every now and then. And that's not him. That's not him.
0: That's not his game. And
1: that's why when we get through to our like um, reviews and stuff, I, I I could see a team like Canberra going after Sony Luke.
0: Mm.
1: Um, Canberra's in desperate. I, I think he's a hundred percent got the talent. He just can't be. Can't, can't be, be that what Penrith team would be. You can't be just that service Because guy. no
0: one can feel the shoes of Appy, right? You have to make them feel their own shoes. That, Mitch mm-hmm. Kenny has to step in and just be Mitch Kenny. You don't have to be Appy Carousel. Yep. You just have to be Mitch Kenny. You just have to make your tackles. But let Cleary, Luai, Edwards, let them do the work.
1: If, if Sony Luke is Sony Luke in that Penrith team, I don't think it works out
0: very well. No, I agree. That's what I'm saying, but because... His play style is similar to Appy's in the sense yep. that he's very creative around the rock and he wants to dart out and he wants to get himself involved. But
1: they were happy to let Appy do that because it was because it's more Appy. It was impossible to stop for other teams. Yeah, they just had everything everywhere. Whereas I don't think they're like that with Sony.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with that. All right, well, that's the end of our matchups. There's a bit of news circulating in these games, however, as there always is in the build-up to a grand final. The major. Breaking news, which came out today, Tuesday, Herbie Farnworth leaves training with a hamstring issue. What's now we've both said it's a, probably a fad. It's probably just lies.
1: Remember, who was in hospital before this game.
0: Yeah, well, okay. that's what I was thinking. It's a it's a case of like, but however, if it does with a hamstring issue, it's a bit different to a finger. We know a finger can be strapped up no matter what. Mm-hmm. A hamstring can be very different, and if there is a slight twinge there. That could go during that game. I think Farmworth will be pushing. Well, I think Farmworth will play. He'll run out. Well, Getting through that game is going to be rough if there's an issue.
1: Here's the thing, right? Farmworth, if it's just soreness or tightness, and they need to get need to get um, need to get that good for the game, it'll just be a precautionary thing. Mm. And of course, the media is going to blow it up. People are there yeah. watching them train. Oh, Farnworth didn't finish training. Looked like a hamstring injury. He's holding his hamstring. Whatever. Right? He was stretching out his hamstring. But if there's even a strain there, Anoroffizio was saying it'll be almost impossible to play. Yeah.
0: So for him to be named is big.
1: And if he's going to run out there, Tyson Smoothie ain't playing centre.
0: No. It'll it's going to be capable. Camp, well.
1: So, I think if if it's not ready... If if he's not 100%,
0: he's not running out there. It would be very interesting to see if the Broncos cut their squad and to see who remains in those reserves. Yep. Because I believe Um, they have named Dean Mariner on that extended bench.
1: Now, I was going to say, should Farnworth be out, which I don't think he will be, should Farnworth be out, does Mariner... Dean
0: Mariner's not there.
1: Does Mariner get that spot or does Jesse Arthurs get that spot?
0: Well, Corey Oates is 80th man. So you would believe that Jesse Arthurs would Close slide enough. in. Yep. Corey Oates would come on the wing. If Dean Mariner the right was move. there, what would you I do? would probably still go Corey Oates. I think you need that experience. Yep. De- on a, a, a rookie Dean Mariner in. Uh, I know he was really good in the games he played, but that is huge and ask.
1: That'll be a very interesting decision for the Broncos heading into next year yeah. with more out anyway. So yeah,
0: well, apparently Oates is going to be leaving anyways, so they've probably got it cut out for him there. Mm-hmm. It's probably just Mariner in. Yep, whether and it's on the winger, that'll as in be
1: center. a whole a whole um, edge change as yeah. well.
0: It'd be interesting different. To see how Ezra Mann goes Yeah, well, I was going to say that. would well. be huge for him. Um, Young half. But yeah, Farnworth being out would be huge. It'd be a huge loss, but not too concerned about it at the ah. moment. I saw a tweet the other day from the League Scene. Shout out to League Scene podcast. Let's talk about Tom Flegler coming off the bench, Palisier to start. Hate I it. do not understand why you would do that. Hate it. After Flegler has been in the best form of his career. and So has Palisier... Quite while coming off the bench.
1: Queensland forward as well. Palisades only just coming in And if time. If you
0: want someone out there to battle those Penrith forwards in that first twenty minutes when they get aggressive, it's Flegler. Flegler. He's 100%. really tuned that, you know, sin bin tendency out. It's more just aggression now and he knows how to handle his aggression. And I think that's that's gonna be huge. They need they need Flegler out there.
1: Surely they're not gonna bench him. That would be Well, ridiculous. I don't get it. Like,
0: I don't get why teams would Pal- been change that up for like a month. Yeah. Why? Really? No. Don't. You don't want out there. i I'm telling you, you want Flegler out there. That the one that's played in the Origin arena, who's been belted by some of these blokes, I'm who's willing to go to war for the Broncos. In his last game for the Broncos, you think he's going to accept? And I think on the bench,
1: I think Palacé is more of a bench impact guy anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm with you.
1: Palacé, P. and Hetherington are bench impact guys. Perfect. I am
0: with you. 100, uh, one hundred, I'm thousand percent. I'd ago. have
1: Marty in there as well, regardless. And I'm going to pick him. Yeah, I, I'd have Marty somewhere in there, but that's life. They <laughs> got, they got yeah. great bench players.
0: I wouldn't be changing. The, they say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. So you shouldn't be trying that stuff with one game to go. I've never understood that. Well, they've considered these changes going to the grand final. It's just hey, wh- overthinking. Where, where'd you say it? Uh, on Twitter. Okay. It was reported by the Telegraph or something, but oh, they were yeah. just so, that just forwarding the news. No chance, surely not. I doubt it. Um, Reese Walsh versus Jerome Luai, the Origin feud. Obviously, we know what happened with Luai and Cobbo, where Cobbo was knocked out. Luai stood over him. Reese Walsh called him a, a grub, I think, or a dirty player.
1: Then Reese Walsh got sent in and started hyping on the crowd. Yeah, yeah, great.
0: And he was going at Luai. They got I'm, into it a little bit.
1: I don't think it's anything personal.
0: Neither do I. But I, don't I think, think it's gonna be. I think still with the New South Wales Queensland theme behind it, there's 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 going to be some fire. Oh yeah. And we know Luai like us, he, he's not a back away on from side, it. But. <laughs> yeah, pain eyes, bro. You're doing a Greg Inglis on us, but um, yeah, I think Luai's going to be playing with a with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. especially after Origin being dropped from Origin kind yep. of humiliated by Queensland and I think Walsh is going to be playing full of confidence saying bro I played against Cleary and Luai and Origin and Martin and Yo and all but these the, boys like, you know, the and had boys field actually,
1: day. I thought Luai and Martin were two of our best players in Origin before they got dropped
0: yeah well I agree with you but I'm saying like Walsh yeah. comes out and he has a wine he's like well, yeah. I can do it mm-hmm. I can't do it again yep. be interesting to see the headlines that like hoops and then make it out of this but yep it would be, it'd be funny as. Uh, one more point. Crichton's 100th game for the Panthers in the NRL. He's last for the Panthers. The end of a huge era. I'm going to miss a Crichton in the top. I think it is a bromance.
1: tough, tough loss for Penrith.
0: Huge loss, especially with his evolution this year.
1: Defensively as well. I get. I, I honestly don't know how Taylor May is going to go. I honestly think he'd be a better winger than center.
0: Especially coming off an ACL
1: yeah and he was a try scoring machine yeah I know Taruva was um is big in terms of start of sets but Taylor May was doing it pretty good he was doing it well too yeah. in 2022 so
0: yeah I think Kryon's gonna want to have a big one and he's gonna be will... looking to make his mark on this one yeah just for that 100th game for a good send off with the boys the 3P make history before I leave type stuff tale mm-hmm. kind of ending mm-hmm. but will that happen I'm not sure. I mean, I think he's going to be there for an intercept at least twice. Yep. He's going to want that moment. That runaway, slow-mo, big moment. Yep. He, and he normally comes up with that big play. He's a big game player. Yeah. All right. Well, that does a straight preview. I got,
1: I got one question for you. Shoot. If Penrith win this game, yep. do they become the best team of the NRL era?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think there's a. I I agree. Question. They are the most dominant team I've ever seen personally. Yep, and maybe um, on
1: paper you go and write Melbourne had Slater, Smith, Cronk, but but all Melbourne guys, Melbourne
0: but won three comps total. Yeah, they're gonna do three in a row and potentially they will win a couple more down the line. Yep. So I think by far and away they are. I know Melbourne beat them in that grand final, but that was their first grand final. Yeah, they're all they've young. all matured since then.
1: Didn't ever make finals in 2019, I don't think.
0: No. Oh. Ooh, ooh. I think
1: they did. They lost to Manly.
0: You want to back that? No. You don't want to back that? It should, come on. Back it. Twenty
1: nineteen was the year Manly made prelims, right? Went up against South.
0: No. No. When Jake got Simbin Maybe was that not twenty nineteen? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like that, that was, was, there. was who was at fullback that game. Was that AJ fullback? Twenty nineteen. No, that was Corey Allen. Yeah, Corey Allen days. No, because
1: I m- swear, maybe I'm thinking. Manly played South
0: in the semi. Manly played South in the was semi Penrith final. Where that year? Penrith was. Oh, hang on don't know what's happening. I'll just check this out. Here. I actually
1: think Penrith beat us in the semis.
0: Penrith finished 10th. Check 20, uh Tigers have, finished 9th. Could have been
1: 2017 then. But there's no point in checking it. It doesn't
0: matter. I just want to check it now.
1: Alright. I think I think Manly beat them in the last round. Then they came up against each other mm. in the semis and then Penrith beat Manly.
0: Let's have a look. Let's see. Let's see if you're on the money, mate. Let's
1: see if my memory served me correctly.
0: Panthers finished 7th and they played Manly who was 6th. And they Have beat Manly won?
1: 22-10. Yep. I think Manly won the game before that. But
0: How's your ball knowledge?
1: Doesn't matter. I thought it was the year before the year they made the grand final. It wasn't. So I was right the first time. And Manly
0: beat them 28-12 the week before.
1: There you go. I was right. It was their first year back in yep, even semi-final really. football.
0: It was. All right. That's our grand final chat done. I think made quite a bit of that.
1: Yeah, I- it's what? been a good chat
0: Spread spread one game out More than we did manage for eight Yeah What's your what's your Come on For the final time
1: Am I going to win Am I going to have, have To win another time yeah, I, I won last week Didn't
0: I I don't know Because I, I won both 13 plus Yeah I think I did as well I think I may have Got payment There's one well in 12 no, yep. I, I think I won both 13 plus Okay For the final time In 2022 2023 It's not 2022 The final time In 2023
1: I Who are you we, taking? We don't go 1 to 12 or 13 plus because we might end up picking the same thing. Right. We're going eighteen and then we're picking a margin.
0: Okay.
1: I know Penrith by 8.
0: Ooh. Well, today I said I said at work, I said, it's going to be the Bronx 20 to 18.
1: So, i Broncos, so I'm going by, Broncos two. by 2. Alright, so what happens now if Penrith win by 2? Does that mean
0: you're closer? No. Alright. It means none of us get it right. Alright. I'm going Penrith Broncos. by 8. Perth by eight, Broncos by two. Pick a try scorer. Why not? I'll pick two. Pick go on, pick two.
1: Brian Totten, Stephen Crichton.
0: I'm gonna go Reese Walsh. And I'll go Nathan Cleary. Ooh. And who's your Clivey? Cleary. Reynolds. No? Carrigan. Okay. If the Broncos wins,
1: I'd back a Carrigan.
0: Mm. I think he's got that Wally Lewis medal. I know know he's got that dog in him. He's got that dog in him. All right, let's wrap that up. We've been Strictly Footy for 2023 season. Enjoy your long weekend. I certainly will be kicking back and having a rest... We're gonna start our team reviews. Mate,
1: I cannot wait. That's yeah. That's gonna be nice. This is where, um, this is where the hot takes for the season mm, start. There's gonna be some. There's It'll gonna be, be some horrible research. Horrible predictions. Some absolute banging predictions. Yeah. I've worked out my
0: ladder. He's worked out his ladder. He's got mainly top four. And
1: oh my god! What? Well, I. Okay. We'll, we'll get to it when we'll we actually get to do We'll
0: get Don't 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 give any sneak peeks, all, mate. All
1: I'm gonna say is. I haven't exactly only looked at the teams on paper and gone, yep, they're going to make it. I'm, I've looked at trends in the past seasons, how many new teams are in finals, mm. and going, all right. Well, I need another new team in there.
0: Mm. I've
1: got some very unpopular mm. opinions in there.
0: Mm. Well, you got you boys are gonna, you boys and girls are going to have to stay keen for that. That'll be coming up next week. I'm going to try to get a super pot out before that grand final. We're also going
1: to start posting again soon. Yeah, we're just right waiting right. for that off-season to come. Yeah, it's not much to right post now, at it's the moment. A bit dry. We've got we're some gonna... collabs. We've got more cards coming. Don't yeah. you guys worry. And obviously, we'll be posting like you know our season reviews,
0: previews based on what our pods are. You boys just say, 2024, we're going bigger, we're going better. We're going to try to get that camera set up. Because <laughs> it didn't happen. Did it? No, it didn't. We're going to try to get that set up going to try and get ourselves a little studio at home. We'll try to work some things out. We're going to level up a little bit, man. But until after that grand final, have a good long weekend. Stay blessed. Always stay safe. Broncos by two. That's all I'm going to say.